Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This week on Pub Games, we talk all about Tiger King, cottage core lesbians, and gay marriage in Australia. Woo! Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pub Games, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. For postmodern queers! Far out. How are you guys? How's lockdown treating you? It's good. It's all right. As you can see, I'm in my Udi that my boyfriend <laughs> kindly purchased today. I love the photo you took. Yes. You're wearing it in like the universe. Well, that's the thing. I felt like I transcended. You know, I put it on <laughs> and it was just like I was at peace with the world. This is not a sponsored ad, by the way. It should be, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd love one. <laughs> Let's reach out. Come on. How does it feel inside? Like, can you describe it for us? It is like being hugged by a sheep. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. I have a co-worker who wears her Udi every day in the meeting, and it's a really cute one. It has, like, little corgis on it. Oh, oh. my God. That's so cute. It's like my number one like ad yes. on like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. It's all Udi's. Pornhub. Uh, yeah, <laughs> truly. Oh my God. That's next. Yeah. Have you made any impulse purchases in lockdown, Aurelia? So many. There's like a package for me every day. <laughs> Honestly, toxic. The other day I had like four, but also I've been buying all these like gifts for my girlfriend because it's her birthday on Sunday. Oh yeah. You were telling us you're going like all out for the birthday weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm a crazy bitch, but yeah, they all arrived in time. I ordered some poppers online. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Is that what the kids are saying? Poppers? Poppers? Am I yeah. saying that right? <laughs> Um, Emil with an accent. <laughs> Emil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was so surprised it arrived in time because it was like express shipping, discreet packaging. And then it came with like a little sample of lube. On the inside of the package. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, so yeah, these are the kind of 
impulse buys I've been making. That's so good. Were the poppers like listed? Because often on the websites they're listed as like... Leather cleaner? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Was it one of those instances? No, they they were just called like Aussie poppers online or something. (laughs) Wow. They got the trademark. (laughs) Oh my God. Like (laughs) au. Wow, that also sounds like like an alt-right group, like (laughs) the Proud Boys and Aussie Poppers. We should sponsor Poppers for Pop Games. (laughs) (laughs) It makes sense. I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. That's amazing. I also love telling you the way that you were like, on the websites. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like a boomer, like experiencing the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or someone who's like definitely searched for um, sex toys and um, sex assistance before being like, I don't know, is it like the website? Uh, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't say I've, I've bought poppers online before. So I, I actually have never used them. Me and my boyfriend sort of not into them. Oh, natural. Yeah. <laughs> We're more kind of broke back mountain up in here. Oh my God, fantastic. Oh my God, cute. Wholesome. Condoms made of denim. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Like her housemaid got poppers and um, we had them at her house and she really liked them. And then I was like, we can't buy this because we're kind of addicted. Yeah. <laughs> because like I think outside of like the sex use, people just use them for partying. Yeah. yeah. It's like a just a general kind of muscle relaxant sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. I tried actually buying it in person at like a local smoke shop that literally sells everything else. And um, I was like, do you sell um, poppers? And he was like, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) One pop, please. I was like, Amel, do you know what it is? (laughs) And he was like, no, I don't know what it is. And then they sold me synthetic CBD oil because I'm gullible and they they were really nice. Take these three beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I used to sniff, uh, am I saying that? Sniff Amel a lot as a child. Not as a child. <laughs> when I was like 18. I, I didn't even like consider it as using a drug because we just used to just pass it around all the time, which actually you do do with drugs. I don't know why that cancelled it out for me. Yeah. You're like, drugs can't be social. No. Like- <laughs> No, I've seen too many episodes of Intervention for this to be like a good time. But I just remember like the rush to the head and it just became this like the constant commentary of like whose face was the reddest and I won. (laughs) So that's one competition I'll always win. Reddest face. (laughs) Bad bitch. Um, I haven't used that, but I haven't used poppers since I was like in my youth. I'm having like flashbacks, like it's nostalgic to me, which is so dumb because people still use them. But I use them like one time at the courthouse hotel in Sydney and I was like, oh, yes, the memories. Oh, I love the courthouse. <laughs> That's such a good place to do poppers. Just like in the back, like no one cared. I think another reason why that I was like, it's not a real drug. They probably give it on tap at the courthouse. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Like, being in lockdown just makes me want to try all kinds of things. Have you guys heard of ayahuasca or ayahuasca? Ayahuasca? (laughs) Yes, I have, and I want to try it. Yeah, it's very you, Aurelia, actually. My my sister's girlfriend, so this is a, a funny story. So my sister's girlfriend and her, they went together to Europe. And they never came back. Yeah, it was. it's one of those like bohemian stories. Like when they came back, they'd cut off all their hair and they're just being, you know, typical like bohemian gays. Like you can't stop us. We're off to Europe. Like we're going to find ourselves all that. 
So we were happy for her, but um, we were really nervous for her as well because like, she's like <laughs> the baby of our family and this was like her first big kind of like adventure. But then we found out only while they were there that my sister's girlfriend had like signed herself up for this like two to three week retreat in a forest in Romania <gasps> that was completely silent and isolated. So you have to go like by yourself and you can't talk to anyone for three weeks to do like ayahuasca in the forest and like find yourself. And my sister obviously couldn't go with her because she's like, I want to do this by myself. It's my own spiritual journey. So my sister ended up going to, I think, Edinburgh and like partying for a while. Oh my God. I would be so upset. Yeah. We were like still, we were so appalled. We were like, oh my God, you are not going into a bloody Romanian forest to do this (laughs) random drug with the monks. I usually like associate ayahuasca with like um, South America, like somewhere like that's a little bit more like in the Amazon or like in the jungle somewhere or like off the beaten path. But a Romanian like forest, like I think of like, I don't know, it it reminds me of like a Harry Potter forest. Like it's like you smoke a pipe with some tobacco. Yes, absolutely. There's a cottage somewhere and like you knock on the door and you're in some like um, elven field as opposed to ayahuasca. What was her experience? She's a really spiritual person. So I think for her, it was an awesome experience, but I could not think of anything worse than not being able to talk for (laughs) three fucking weeks in a forest. (laughs) Really? I know people like, I know people who've been to like silent retreats. Like they've done like seven day, 14 day silent yoga retreats. And I can't imagine it. I I truly cannot. Like the the thoughts that would come through your head, unimaginable. Like, (laughs) I would love to try it. I think I could do seven days. It just reminds me as well of um, Fleabag. Yeah, where, where she goes off to that retreat with her sister. Oh, uh, yeah. Escaping like the like yoga part. But... Is that? Okay, so I have to admit something shameful. I've only seen like two or three episodes of Fleabag. Oh, wow. my God. I know. You would love it. I know I would. I've seen the, like, um, I saw the play, like, at <laughs> oh, the right. cinema, and that was a great time. That's such a thespian thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't bother with the film. I just, I preferred the original content. No, I'm a fucking rat. I'm always like, mm, I prefer the movie than the book. Like, <laughs> I truly had to like think of circumstances where I genuinely enjoyed the book more than the movie. And I was like, no, <laughs> I like to see it. I need someone yeah. to tell me what I'm reading. I haven't watched all of all of Fleabag, but I, I know it's good. I know that I have to get that Amazon Prime. I've seen like two or three episodes and I just stopped. Mm. <laughs> Do you ever feel like when something is really popular and hyped, you can't watch it because you'd be judging it too harshly and you don't want to jump on that bandwagon because whenever something's really hot, like in that week, I, I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hamilton, I haven't mm-hmm. seen yet. And Marvelous Miss Maisel. I haven't seen that haven't either. Seen that. Same reason. Same reason. Have you listened to Hamilton as a like soundtrack, like the album? I don't like musicals that much. It's rap though. It's really like. <laughs> but Charlie, I, I just, I just imagine it to be so cringy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. No, it's this. Like, this reminds me of like when I was in year eight, and I used to trick people into listening to the soundtrack for Spring Awakening, the musical, and tell them it was a band. <laughs> oh my god, it's rap though. Yes. <laughs> There's suicide in it. It's really dark and edgy. It's so dark. It's about puberty. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I am that bitch. I am a musical theater obsessive. So I will try and convert literally anyone. But yeah, I think 
if anything, when I first heard of Hamilton, and it's also sung through, so like there's no part of the show that's not the songs. Does that turn you on? That makes me freak the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) My only other experience with shows like that is like Les Mis, which I hate with a passion. So I was kind of like ready to not like Hamilton. And I was like, oh, this is not going to probably be my thing. But then once I got into it, it's like, it's got a very steep learning curve. I will admit that. Like, it's very dense. Um, You need like a good two or three listens through or watches through. But yeah, it's fantastic. I was a big Hamill fan. Hamill Stan, I think they're called now. Um, When it first came out and I actually saw it on Broadway. (gasps) Oh my God. With the OG cast? No, we had the second cast, which was great. And the guy who played Hamilton was so fucking good. And then when I saw, like, not to be another uh, person online shitting on Lin-Manuel, but fuck me. Like, it it was significantly, like, it was just very different. Like, the other thing is, like, musicals recorded live is so unforgiving. It's very different when you're, like, in the in the theater because like everything's like oh my god cool like whereas with Hamilton the things that you kind of forget about because you're so amazed by like the dancing and the set and like the transitions of people coming up like if anyone missed a cue in that show I don't know how oh it's lethal like the spinning turntables and everything's like so tight it's crazy so tight tight um yeah i i saw it on broadway it was sick we had to get up at like like we went to Times square at like 5 a.m like the sun was rising no one was there it was just me and my friend annie and we lined up we were the first people on the cancellation line and we were there from 5 a.m to like lunchtime and then they came out and they were like we've got two tickets they're at like 230 american each and we took it at the time if you wanted a ticket to Hamilton and you were just going to buy it outright it would cost you like 1500 US dollars holy fucking shit that is insane it was crazy and to be honest lived up to the hype when I saw it live when I watched it on Disney plus I was so like I showed it I think I watched it like four times over one weekend because I was just showing people it was like it's like when Blackfish came out like I watched that movie so many times that documentary and if I find out that anybody hasn't seen it I'll watch it again with them yeah I did that with Cheer did you guys watch yes. Cheer on Netflix? Yeah, I yeah. watched Cheer. I loved it. Oh, fuck Incredible. yeah. Did you see that Disney Plus is charging $30 to watch Mulan? Yes, fuck that. Are you kidding me? I did not know that. So on top of your $8.99 subscription, you have to pay an extra 30 ish dollars to see the Mulan thing. God. And I just wouldn't. No. That's more than an actual like cinema ticket. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if I'm paying $30, I better find a way to, like, download it illegally so I can distribute it for free for the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Robin Hood. <laughs> also, I can't believe that it's not a musical. <laughs> no, no, like, seriously, though. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, what did everyone love about Mulan original? It's like, oh, yeah, they really loved the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. No, we love the songs. <laughs> Yeah, and they also got rid of, um, didn't they get rid of Eddie Murphy's dragon character as well? Oh, yeah, it's oh, it's like a dark action movie now. 
To be honest, though, when the trailer came out, I got shivers. I was like, this is intense. I love this. Um, I'm not going to pay $30 for it because we are in uh, a GFC. (laughs) But (laughs) good on them for trying. Like people would subscribe to Disney Plus just to see it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. but then I guess they got those people like sneaking in to watch it with their free trial or whatever. There's no free trial for Disney Plus. You just have to pay. What? Like Disney are really struggling right now. Are you kidding me? Poor old Disney. I can't. <laughs> I'm furious at that, Aurelia. Yeah, like, wait, I'm going to be telling people about the $30 Milan for the next seven years. I'm going to be writing to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know what's going to, like, what do you think, like, is going to happen with movies and with... <laughs> Sorry. Charlie's so angry. Yeah, yeah. I've had it. The $30 ticket. It's too much. (laughs) No, my dog just needed to leave the room. Oh, fair, fair, fair. The Emmy nominations came out this week or last week. I haven't looked at them because I don't really care about the Emmys. But I was, it made me think about like what's going to happen with the Oscars and the Golden Globes because so many movies have been like held off or they're Mm. just not going to release them. But then again, America has just decided that they're bored of Corona. So maybe they'll just. Yeah. Well, on one hand, they're bored of Corona, but they're also plagued by it. It's this sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I couldn't relate. <laughs> it's like I'm bored of my anxiety, but I am also plagued by it. Same deal. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. What do you guys predict will happen for like award ceremonies? Are you about award ceremonies at all? I mean, for me, the Logies is the <laughs> peak of Australian. Uh, that's everything. I forgot about the Logies. <laughs> I feel like everyone forgets about the Logies until they occur. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Has Asha Ketty, how many is she won? 46? Too many. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to come out and say it. I, I'm not an Asha Ketty stan. Something about Asha Ketty, the way that she played her role, it just seemed like it was... Yeah. I, I just felt like her behind the scenes would have ordered around the crew. I got that vibe. Oh, my God. We hate Asha Ketty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she is, but I don't like her. Well, she's cancelled. <laughs> That's She's all you need to know. Spread it. <laughs> because I had a vague intuition about her behind the scenes. I should watch more Australian content, but there's like hardly any like fiction Australian content out there. But I'm so like bored of whatever yeah. the, the networks are putting out. Masked Singer came out this week. Everyone's been tweeting about that one. But apparently there's no live audience. Nah. Isn't that the whole vibe of it? That like you're performing to people and then they guess? Yeah. Is Lindsay Lohan on this season? I don't think they could get her again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't afford it. Too many yeah. budget cuts due to Corona. Yeah, yeah, truly. Oh my God. She's on a boat in Greece somewhere dancing again. Did you see that video? Yeah, yes, iconic. <laughs> I adore Lindsay Lohan. I have always been a big defender of her. Like when she went off the rails and everyone was like, she can't act. I was like, fuck you. Have you like. Have you seen Parent Trap? Yes. Yeah. Double the I mean, workload. People need to talk about Georgia Rule some more because that was some like. <laughs> Georgia Rule. <laughs> <laughs> some intense. Confessions of a Drama Queen. She's got quite a catalog. Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. That is a goodie. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I feel like Lindsay Lohan is ready for a comeback. I mean, she's had a few goes. Did anybody watch that Oprah doco series? It's intense. I feel like Oprah should do one about Britney. Oh, my God, yes. 
you should. I have an update on the free Britney situation as well. Oh, yeah. How's she going? Okay. It's not an update, really. It's uh, <laughs> more of just like the questions in all like her comments are like, blink twice if you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wear red lipstick if you are in trouble. Literally. <laughs> But she posted a video, another Q&A video in front of a yellow background. Like it was, and she's wearing a yellow top as well. And like the running theme is like, do something yellow. Although Mm. I did see one of the comments was wear a Mexican sombrero in your next video if you need help. (laughs) And she, and then it's been deleted since. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And probably uh, her dad deleted it because she was about to buy a yellow sombrero. (laughs) She had it in her cart online. She was about to check out and then her internet just suddenly dropped. She's about to get that yellow sombrero. (laughs) (laughs) The yellow Mexican sombrero. And then it was like, you can't get that. The community would implode if she wore a yellow sombrero. I'm telling you that much. Like it would be insane. I don't know. I feel like we've done, like we've established enough, like wear this if you need safety and she's worn it that we're like, okay, but no one actually knows what the next step is. Yeah, <laughs> It's like um, when people talk about like awareness and like spreading awareness, it's like now we're aware, like what's next? <laughs> like like we're, we're coming for you, Brittany. I, I just love the idea of these like, you know, 15 year old, like, you know, vigilantes like arriving at her property just yes. like we're here to save you but it's just like do what well it'll be like area 51 <laughs> <laughs> they can't stop us that's our generation's 51 i love it yeah i was gonna say 15 year olds no it's like 35 year old gay men who are like <laughs> true true just just at me next time jordan oh. yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> Oh my God. I wonder, I do, I hope that like something comes through for Brittany. I hope that she like, I'm just waiting for like, why hasn't Justin Timberlake made an announcement? Yeah. Where's he been? What, where were you then, Justin? Isn't he married to Jessica Biel? Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. Probably. I don't concern (laughs) myself with straight men. (laughs) I, Justin Timberlake gives me like Mr. Shoe vibe. Yes. Yeah. I can't unsee Mr. Shoe stuff from... What's it called? Glee. Yeah. (laughs) I can't. I can't unsee it. I was thinking about, there's a trend on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff that I wanted to like get your opinion on. You know, that kind of thing where people go blah, 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 liking blah, blah, blah is not a personality trait. Yeah. Or like getting behind this is not a personality trait, which I think is very unfair. (laughs) (laughs) I think sometimes liking shrek is a personality trait and i think we're being very unfair to boring people jordan were you literally listening in an hour ago in my house as we listened (laughs) to the shrek soundtrack as we played fall guys no but i wish i had been i wish i had been what were you playing fall guys have you seen it it's like you play as like little jelly bean people and you're like racing on an (laughs) obstacle course Look, the game's not important, but we were listening to Shrek the soundtrack. No, 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 no. What are these gummy bears? Yeah, what, what is going on? That sounds really cute. I like it. It, it is cute. It's so much fun. Uh, let me show you a picture of it. It's just basically these like fat little jelly bean guys. And it's kind of like Wipeout. What the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else get into like... Oh my god, they're so cute. They look they're like so Teletubbies. Cute. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I love Teletubbies. What were you saying, Aurelia? Oh yeah, gaming, puzzles. What else has been advertised to me on Instagram? <laughs> 
and like puzzles, yeah, yeah. gaming and books. Did you do any of those? I bought a lot of books, but I haven't really read them. I don't have like the mental capacity at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. And I keep buying books about like depressing shit, like capitalism. And then I'm like, why would I want to like sit down at night and read this awful <laughs> book about global warming? And then just like, all right. <laughs> I'd be well rested now. <laughs> Have you guys heard about <gasps> Katy Perry killing the nun? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> did, also, did you write this down in a little book? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because this it's just, I, I need to get my facts straight on this shit because it's so iconic. I can't believe it. So Katy Perry wanted to buy this old convent that was like a converted space. And the past owners were the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And they took issue <laughs> with Katy Perry buying it. They were like, we don't want this sort of scandalous pop star taking this place. So they, they sued her and they took her to court and there was this like long battle in court between these nuns and Katy Perry and her team. And it went on for so long and it was getting the nuns so worked up that one of the nuns literally died in the middle of one of the court hearings. And her, and her final words were, Katy Perry, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. And some other nun from the group has come out since then being like, Katy Perry, you have quote unquote blood on your hands. <laughs> Well, I would agree. She does have blood on your hands. If you stress someone so much <laughs> that you kill them, then you, you bloody killed them. Yeah. Why wasn't this front page news? Katy Perry, shame. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shame. <laughs> she still bought it. Like, wouldn't you back out? I'd be like, look, it's just not worth it. I'm a squillionaire. I can buy literally any place. Yeah. Once the first like heartbeat stops, I think that you'd yeah. be like, maybe I'll reassess. <laughs> Have you watched Warrior Nun? No. Is that Natasha Leon? No, it's it's not. No one we'd know is in that cast, but it's on Netflix and it's really funny. It's like got the perfect mix where you where start in the start I was like, oh my god, this is Hollywood, but then it's like Spain Ooh. and it has the Vatican. I auditioned for that show and <gasps> They oh. did not want to see me again, so I don't know why I brought oh, that up, but I definitely God. I wasn't even close to getting it. It was just one in a million submissions. Oh, wow. where, where was it filmed? I don't fucking know. There's sometimes like like Netflix will do weird shit where they're just like call outs. Well, they have so much money that they can just burn. So they're like, Can you fly here? We'll get your visa. Like that girl from Thirteen Reasons Why, like she was like in Perth. She sent over like a screen test and they're like, Yeah, come around. Oh my god, she was so perfect for that right she's great i mean i didn't even i only watched a trailer for 30 minutes <laughs> because it's like but i was like looking at her face she looks like the typical high school girl that's like a little bit depressed but like too cute to actually be depressed because people are like she has a good we can't bully her because she's beautiful and then she's like really hard yeah have you guys been bullied because you're too beautiful every day of my damn life (laughs) (laughs) story of my life (laughs) (laughs) well i assume that's why people don't like me (laughs) (laughs) it's not my character it's my looks (laughs) whenever anyone gives me a valid critique i'm like it's because i'm too beautiful you're threatened (laughs) by me Uh, I definitely think it's like a thing in casting though where the person that's cast as being bullied, like they're just too good looking to actually be in that position. If it was like my high school, the person that was bullied just would never have been cast in Netflix unless there were 
an extra wheeling out a bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you guys seen normal people? Yes. Mm-hmm. I tuned out after one episode because I was like, this is a lot of straight nonsense. I can't. But the thing that I mostly couldn't was how utterly gorgeous that the lead actress was. And there was that same thing you're talking about, Aurelia, where it's like, oh, you know, no one wants to hang out with her at school. All the boys don't look her way. Like, no one pays attention to her. It's like, she's a fucking model. What are we talking about here? And that she was, like, also really smart, but the teachers hated her. (laughs) Like, my dad read Normal People. I couldn't finish it, but my dad read it. He's woke. Go dad. But he read it and he was like, nah, I couldn't believe, like, also because he, like, you know, went to, like, Broadway Tech in Central Coast and, like, failed year 12 and it was like, as if this girl is, like, really smart and the teachers hate her. Can't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, So that was Craig's take on the whole thing. Did you you watch the whole thing, Aurelia? I read the book and then I watched most of the thing because a friend was like, have you seen it? And I lied and I said I had. (laughs) oh my god i've been trapped like that so many times (laughs) because i hadn't even thought about it i was like yep i've seen that and they were like how about that scene and i was like yeah that was crazy wasn't it oh my god getting trapped in that lie i did that literally last night when i was on twitter and i saw that everyone was talking about the redhead girl having the meltdown on the bachelor (laughs) and i wanted to be part of the conversation so i made a tweet even though i wasn't even watching i just put two and two together and then I was like, shit, now I'm actually going to go and watch The Bachelor so that I'm like up to speed with my own tweets. If anyone <laughs> follows you up. It yeah. is, w- can you tell me, have you seen the, the redheaded girl? I've seen just a clip of her saying that, you know, I have the most stunning complexion. There's no one here like me. So yeah. I've seen that, but I haven't seen the whole episode. I saw it on a TikTok. So I, didn't, I don't know if I've seen the whole thing, Charlie, but since you've gone back, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically she just goes on this rant about how, <laughs> Rangers have been, you know, <laughs> marginalized. <laughs> I can't. There's just all these women sitting there, like, and there's a pretty, like, diverse background of, like, bachelorettes this season, and this fucking redhead is like, no, no, no. And she's saying it to a woman of colour as well. You're kidding. That's the heightened irony of it, that she's talking about this perceived discrimination against her for being a redhead. Oh, my God. And then Dante also say, did someone say something to you? And then she says no. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah producers sold her down the river and it's it, it's fantastic that reminds me a couple friends and i had a uh what we refer to as the sangria night they just came around we were gonna have tacos and sangria and then it quickly developed into us getting absolutely wasted and then two of us who have like curly hair my hair's like really flat at the moment and i don't know if it's because of the pandemic or just because um <laughs> i'm in a new stage in life but two of us had curly hair and we were like, this is shame. The biggest shame. We cried because we were like, everybody gives you compliments when you straighten your hair. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jordan, just stop. The <laughs> literally crying. Literally crying. Being like, and I'm really sh- you look nice when you have straight hair. <laughs> well, what about regular hair? <laughs> disgusting disgusting i look back in horror and i had to do a lot of work after that 
or work on straightening your hair or like on yourself? <laughs> I, I, I wish I had straightened my hair. Work on myself. Work on myself. <laughs> shameful. Shameful. But that, that girl with the red hair is, is something else. I'm, I'm 100% sure she's an actor plant that's there to stir up drama, <gasps> as is the girl that she's fighting with. But I live for it. How come we haven't been chosen to be actor plants? Oh, my God. We would be so good at it. You need to apply. I'm not here to make friends. What outfit would you wear? Like to be like hint at some kind of like, like you're maybe a little bit unhinged. <laughs> I would actually just wear a simple slip dress and white. Incredible. So I'm like already like, this is what I'd wear to my wedding. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'd say. A little like tasteful veil. <laughs> And you, Charlie? The only time I've ever thought about like reality TV shows is how much I want a gay bachelor, but for the fact that it won't work because if all the contestants are also gay, they can date each other. You can all just like intermingle as a cast. Like I would love to watch that. Apparently there's a bisexual version of those types of shows. So it's a dating show. Everyone is bisexual. So everyone can end up with everyone. That's with Courtney Act, isn't it? The Bi Life? Um, I think she's the host. Yeah. Maybe. Oh my god! I haven't watched it yet, but I'm. I might have to. There was a. I'm looking up. There's a couple of girls. I'm trying to find their name. They were contestants on The Bachelor, and then they ended up getting together. Yes. They became this like hot lesbian couple. I feel like one of their names is Alex. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a lesbian name. That's just a yeah, a gay name. (laughs) Alex Ward. She's a comic. Oh, yeah, our mate. <laughs> That's how um, she met her girlfriend, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both on The Bachelor. I would actually love to see Alex Ward on The Bachelor. That would be something else. <laughs> Lesbian Bachelor would end in a week. Oh. Two of the girls would just be like, we have a real connection. They'd talk for eight hours nonstop, and then they'd just move in. Yeah, and all the other girls would be their bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Scanlon and Megan Marks went looking for love on The Bachelor and then they found each other. Honestly, queen behavior. Going on a show, competing for a man and deciding, you know what, fuck this. Absolutely. Doesn't look like they're still together, guys. I hate to break it to you. This is upsetting for everybody involved. Poor Alex. Yeah, we're very sad. But they're still friends. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Confidants, best friends. I remember seeing a trailer for The Bachelor ages ago and this girl was like fully crying because she had to confess to The Bachelor that she was bi and that she'd had relationships with girls before and it was uh, damaging. (laughs) (laughs) It set us a good 10 years back. I reckon every guy would have been like, yeah, that's all right. Let's do threesome. Exactly. It was bizarre. I feel like it was um, handled in the worst way possible, like super clunky. She was crying. They had a shot of her being like, I always imagined that I'd end up with a man and like talked about it as like random flings. Oh God. So they gave it like the edit of like, thank God, like she had her like mischief years, but now she's come back to like. That good pipe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, speaking of good pipe, Bindi Irwin is pregnant. <laughs> Who's pregnant? Bindi. Bindi Irwin. Oh my god, yes, I saw that. I saw that. I cannot believe this. She's like 19. I swear she's still 12 dancing with what what was her backup band called? The um... I don't know, Charlie. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> I didn't even know she had a backup band. You know, she had a little TV show. It was like Binti and the Croc Dancers or something. Bindi and the Stingrays. Oh, oh my God. God. Too soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. There's nothing that makes you feel old, like a young child star, like getting married, having kids. I'm still, I'm like 26 fucking years old. And if someone I know gets pregnant, I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, I'm still. (laughs) I'm like, that must have been an accident. (laughs) Trapped. Someone gets engaged. My first thought is, what a waste of a life. (laughs) (laughs) What? You don't want to get married, Jordan? Um, I don't think it's for me. It's not so much marriage in general. I think that I, um, I'm just a bitch. <laughs> I just hate people. <laughs> I just hate people. I, I was going to say, I think most of the people getting engaged that I know right now are het couples. Cause I feel like some gays will like relive their youth in their twenties. Yeah. We're exactly. like a decade behind because we're catching up, you know, like <laughs> finding people, but no, I don't, I don't see marriage on the cards for me. I see a wedding. that is gay see weddings are gay (laughs) exactly when i was growing up i used to be like it's not about the wedding it's about the marriage and now i am the opposite yeah how do you guys feel what do you think you're in a long-term relationship charlie what's the vibes where's the ring yeah (laughs) we are getting to that point where like our family and friends are sort of like constantly being like (gasps) like what's happening um it's it's especially amplified by the fact that my boyfriend's sister who is gay she is now married but she's been with her partner for like i think like three years less than us so it's kind of just like they came in they nipped it in the fucking bud and like had the big beautiful wedding with the two like incredible like princess dresses and it was a beautiful occasion but like the entire time me and my boyfriend at the wedding like we're sitting at the like family table and like you know everyone is just kind of like boys what the fuck's happening you're so slow catch the fuck up I don't know something about like everyone feeling like it's obligational makes me not want to do it yeah Mm. we're circling back to this flea bag feeling as well where it's like (laughs) there's so much hype around it (laughs) (laughs) and also like I don't know if I don't want to get married but I do think that as like queer people we are bucking so much of the relationship kind of model anyway that is sort of given to us that it feels fine to just kind of do your own thing. Yeah. I don't feel like this great need that a lot of my straight friends seem to be feeling now that it's the later end of our twenties to like settle. We, yeah. We've got to buckle down. Or to like, to have marriage as the signifier of like something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When I was younger, I always thought like, oh, I'd love to have kids because I like I love hanging out with kids. I just think they're awesome. But now I'm at that point where I'm, I just want to work on having my own life intact, make this incredible partnership with my boyfriend and just focus on that. It's not selfish to not want kids, though, as well. I feel like I yeah. fall into that mindset as well, being like, I'm so self-absorbed, I kind of kids. But then I see like some people having kids and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But also, I think being self-absorbed doesn't mean that you're going to be a bad parent. It, it can actually mean the opposite because then you have another person to focus on in like a really non-selfish way, especially looking after a little baby. It really like humbles you. Yeah. Being a nanny, not having children. I don't have children. <laughs> Just a heads up. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> what about you, Aurelia? How do you feel about marriage and kids and the whole kit caboodle? I, I reckon I'm going to have all of that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's good. I reckon I'm going to have a dog and a cat and a kid and a big wedding. Oh, you will have the biggest wedding. I can see it now. <laughs> you know, I've had a Pinterest board for my wedding since I've been 18. So I am not surprised. No fucking way. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's called Ask Me to Marry You just so I can say no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard such like Aurelia Sinclair energy. In, like- <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> What's the aesthetic? What's the kind of vibe of this wedding on the Pinterest board? Well, the venue is like 45 minutes out of Melbourne. Oh my god, you have the venue. I have the venue in my mind already. <laughs> she has the fucking seating arrangement. Oh I love it. Like, tell you, like, what's the vibe? Is it like woodlands? Is it glam? And you're like, okay, so the venue is. <laughs> yeah, September 12th. <laughs> Save the date. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like kind of organic and rustic and, and cute. So we're we talking farm or yeah, we're talking like farm e, but that's not actually a farm. I love farm farmy weddings. I went to a farmy lesbian wedding last year. Oh wow. And, um, <laughs> it was great. Everyone in like lumberjack outfits. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. The the um one of the brides wore a uh wore this like cute little like slip white dress and then little RM booties. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. That's so great. It was so good. It was a good time. I think that if I got married, I would either have a similar like cottage call lesbian wedding and uh, everybody gets a candle that's designed based on their, um, their star sign. Or it would be like just the vibe of like just doing that like hectic princess ball gown dress because I think it would it would be so funny to be wearing all that chill yeah it's drag honestly it's it's full on can we talk about cottagecore after this yes yes you take it away Aurelia what are your thoughts oh my god the start of quarantine I think is when I really got into cottagecore like I just <laughs> never knew about it before but I, think- <laughs> I love that you're whispering like it's, it's this real it's, dark it's, secret it's <laughs> I, I feel like it's like not not something I'd ever thought I'd be into because I grew up in the country. <laughs> All right. I grew up in this like really idyllic town. It was really white as well. <laughs> like you could go for a walk in spring and there'd be like, you know, just it smell like manure and pick apples straight from the tree. Wow. So like cottagecore is like fetishizing that. It is. And I live for it. Yeah. <laughs> What is Cottagecore? I feel like I have like vaguely got a whiff of what it's all about, but where did this come from? Um, it's like, it's very like, uh, let's move to Dalesford and oh, start yeah. making jams together. Okay. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> you had me at Dalesford. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> let's like have a picnic at Edgar's Mission vibes. It's like one step away from like witch core. <laughs> <laughs> it's like soft witch call, witch call light. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you might like buy a, an abandoned hut and turn it into this like cute cottage and then one day be like, there's spirits here? Mm, I don't know. There's sage in the house. <laughs> there's sage in this house. There's sage in this house. <laughs> yeah. I saw, we got to talk about WAP. Um, oh, we got to talk about WAP. But I saw the top comment on uh, WAP on YouTube with someone being like, kids Bob try to cover this. Like, there's some chores in this house. There's some chores in this house. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, my God. I fucking, firstly, I love the video clip. I love the song. It's great. I watched it with my housemate and we accidentally watched the radio edit, which is wet and gooshy. Yes. Wet and gooshy is the <laughs> what? The phrase. Instead of wet ass pussy. It's, it's like a non-explicit oh, version. Which is like so visceral. <laughs> It's almost worse. <laughs> I think it's worse. Yeah. But we were also like, fuck yes, it's gushy. Like, that's such a good word. And then we realized that we've been listening to like the kids version. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wet ass pussy. What a fucking tune. Like, it's one of those things like, where were you when yeah. you heard that? <laughs> the, the first time I saw it was actually like a tweet that was making a joke about it, but I, I, I didn't know the context of the song. So I was like, what the fuck is this tweet? Why does it have so many likes? It was someone being like, hey there, Delilah, who you got that wet ass pussy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what? What the fuck? Why is this got like thousands of retweets? <laughs> oh, plain white tees could never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you see the petition <laughs> someone started to have um, Kylie Jenner removed from the, the music video? <gasps> no. Yes. It was so salty. Like It got like 60,000 signatures on why she shouldn't be in it. And I don't understand because Kylie Jenner is mildly problematic, yes, but also she's a girl boss. <laughs> First self-made billionaire, isn't she? I read this whole article that actually pulled apart that she's not really a billionaire and not really self-made. Spell the tea! <laughs> <laughs> because the, the sale of her company didn't bring in as much money as they expected. And even though her lip kits sell out all the time, she's not really selling enough to be a billionaire. So that's the down low. Yeah, true. Did you hear about how she tried to trademark the name Kylie? And then Kylie Minogue was like, uh-uh, that ain't happening. <gasps> Oh my God. Wow. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah. And Carly Dana was not successful. Carly Minogue won that. Don't try and come for the OG. I know. No, 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 no. I heard that she tried to um, copyright that song, Rise and Shine. <laughs> she sued some Queensland artist that made a Rise and Shine t shirt. What about Sunrise TV? <laughs> <laughs> Kylie is coming for you. Yeah, yeah. I think we'd all be grateful if she managed to take that show down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind. Like, I don't, for what it's worth, when Kylie came through on the video clip, I was pissing myself. I thought it was so funny, so random. She's wearing this, like, leopard print outfit and she just opens a door. Yeah, she doesn't say anything. She doesn't dance. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'd be signing that petition, I tell you what. <laughs> then we got, like, who was dancing? Like, Normani's dancing in it. Like, Meg Thee Stallion looks great. Like, it's it's so camp. It's so fucking, like, 
funny as well. The lyrics are so funny. Mm. They're so good. I love them. It's dance. It's just it nonstop. It's yeah. It's wet and gushy. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. Maybe I should care. I haven't read enough about it, but I just don't care that Kylie Jenner's in it. It made sense to me. It made sense to me as well. And then Cardi B tweeted this thing being like, my husband's friends with her boyfriend and she was nice to my kid. So she's in my music video deal with it. And I'm like, yeah, good on you. (laughs) That's all the reasons you need. And she's like a billionaire apparently. So (laughs) I think Cardi B is one of the funniest rappers out there. Oh, for sure. Meg Thee Stallion is like coming up like in terms of (laughs) hilarity. It's pretty wild. Did you see that Carol Baskin tweeted about WAP? And she said something about like the tigers that were in the film clip. It was like, it glamorizes owning big cats and it's wrong because people will be like, oh no, I want to own a tiger. Hot kettle big cats, Carol Baskin. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. And then Cardi was like, girl, you killed your husband. (laughs) (laughs) That was her response. (laughs) That is the best comeback. Yeah. Like a once in a lifetime read. Yeah. (laughs) She's got nothing to say. The first thing I thought when I saw those tigers was Tiger King. And I was like, they, they got, they definitely got these tigers off that, um, that guy who has a cult. What's his name? Doc. Yes, Doc. Yeah. Isn't Cardi B also like trying to get Tiger King out of prison? Did I make that up? Joe Exotic. No way he's coming out. Yeah, I hope not. Because apparently Tiger King like made him out to be so much more of a like curmudgeon than he actually is. Like he said like really heinous racist stuff constantly and it just got edited out of the documentary because they wanted to make the audience like sympathize with him more. But he's a real, I think, a bit of a shithead, so... We did try to murder that woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, I'll never get over that person losing their arm to the tiger and then, like, being like, seven days later, I was back there working. I really want to write a Tiger King musical. I think it would be so iconic because it's already got music in it. Like, he has, a like, a style. Like, he's a kitsch music videos. Yeah, that he's not actually singing. someone for that exactly i forgot about the music videos there are so many elements to tiger king that i literally forget whole (laughs) plot lines like i forgot until this moment that that doc has a cult of women that just sleep with him like yeah and in the grand scheme of the tiger king show that wasn't even like one of the biggest twists they're like they were like oh we have to cover this (laughs) for legal reasons yeah Fuck. Um, I just looked up and the first thing that comes up is Cardi B stands Tiger King Joe Exotic and wants to free him. And then the next article, which is like published a week later, says Cardi B was just playing about trying to free Joe Exotic. <laughs> so I, I can relate to Sometimes we say things. And then yeah, like, and then we immediately <laughs> regret them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we say we've seen all of normal people. Did you hear that the Crocs that Joe burned down, you know, when like he burned his studio down? Yeah, on purpose. Yes. Um, and how the crocodiles died. Those crocodiles were a gift to him from Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. And how is that? How did that not make it into the documentary? They're like, no, we don't have time. <laughs> we have too much. There must have been a point where they all got together and were like, we thought we were doing something else. We thought this was going to be about this, but it's about a thousand things. Yeah. We're like, we cannot bring MJ into this. It has got too deep. I wonder how many people have like 
gifts from Neverland. Ooh, Which reminds sounds- me of this like Vice article that was about these four guys who broke into the Neverland ranch after I think my- Michael Jackson wasn't living there anymore. But just the weird things they saw and like he had all these like soda cans with his his logo on it with the little boy sitting on the moon. Oh. Creepy stuff. Didn't you find some bizarre thing about MJ this week, Jordan? Yes, I did. I did. Someone sent me screenshots <laughs> of an Instagram page of a woman. Now let me get her up. So her name is the ghost host 17. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> her name is Kathleen Roberts. She has a humble 160 followers and her about me says, I'm a physical medium and wife of Michael Jackson, the ghost. I'm also a new <laughs> adult care model. <laughs> oh and my there's God. a link to her OnlyFans. Branch out. <laughs> yeah. And then she has a post that says, I left Michael Jackson, the ghost last night. Paris tweeted that he dreamed of someone in a onesie and I just know that Michael was cheat visiting. He loved him in real life. Obviously, Jerome visited him. And then, like, the caption is, I left Michael Jackson, the ghost, last night. I had to leave him because of the scares and jealous games. The reason is in the pig. I'm okay. Thanks for the support. I've gotten TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) She just, like, literally cannot stress hard enough that she is the wife of ghost Michael Jackson. Like, she just keeps bringing it up. And it's, oh my god! It's iconic. I love the saga. I just have I have a lot of weird respect for committed mediums and clairvoyants. They got a lot of shit coming their way, and they stick to it. You know? Well, do you do you not believe that it's true? Like, you don't think there's any aspect of of truth to people who are mediums? I don't know. I'm not going to claim to know if ghosts are real or not. But sometimes when people talk about being mediums, you just get a vibe. There's a vibe as to whether you can tell or not. Yeah. Uh, One of my friends was working on a set and became friends with this woman who was a clairvoyant who is now Bunnings Karen. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's been, like, friends with her for a while just on Facebook and then occasionally she'll reach out and she, like, talks about how she's helped the cops sometimes and stuff like that. Oh, no. She's, like, a clairvoyant. But now... She's that an anti-masker. Yeah, she's an anti-masker, and she was the one who got interviewed on Sunrise, and they just like ripped to shreds. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that astounds me. That's how you know she's not a real medium. See, I'm I'm one of those people that's like I don't believe in that stuff. I don't believe in it, but I also to still to this day cannot watch like spiritually scary movies because I'm like. It will fuck me up. I cannot do that <laughs> shit. So I guess I must fear it at least. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Have you yeah, ever done yeah. a Ouija board, either of you? No, absolutely no. not. I would never do that. Never, never. I read tarot cards, that's it. I did, I will say that I did sage the house when I moved in. Oh, I have sage in my room. I burn it every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah. It's the peace of mind more than anything else, you know? You just got to cover all bases. Burn every type of... Burn it all down. Do it. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes the bad juju is coming from yourself. Sometimes. A lot of the time. (laughs) You're very generous. (laughs) 
that's all the pop culture stuff I have for this week. I feel like I just spent most of my time on TikTok and with my dog. <laughs> I have one little tidbit from TikTok, actually, now that yes. you talk about it. Um, I saw there's this new like fad that the, the kids are doing, talking about how 12-inch seam shorts are out and 5-inch seam shorts are in for men. It's all about like, you know, my boyfriend's wearing them five inch seam shorts. What does that even mean? It's like men wearing short shorts or like, you know, crop shorts rather than those long basketball shorts. You know, the ones that like hang around the knee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone being like, it's hot. Isn't this awesome? Like this is a a step for man. And it's just like, what? Like gays have been wearing one inch shorts since the (laughs) 80s. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Absolutely. I was just about to say like, clearly these people have never watched a game of AFL in their life. (laughs) (laughs) we've seen the pins that's crazy straight tiktok and straight twitter be weird honestly Mm -hmm. i don't trust it i'm on straight tiktok now and it was just i keep waiting for the for the joke like i keep waiting for the psych but it's just like people will just like kiss their partners and be like they mean everything to me and i'll be like what how did i get here (laughs) What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> Truly. Because you know how you like go in and like, I was on brick TikTok a week ago. Like, why am I? <laughs> What's brick TikTok? It's just like brick layers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that you said that as though we would just be like, oh yeah, brick TikTok. It's just people being like, this is the cement I'm using today. I'm like helping someone build a wall. That's hot. They- <laughs> <laughs> cement makes me hard Some, yeah oh wow <laughs> pun queen yes fuck yes no i don't i don't trust straight tiktok i don't think i've been on straight twitter i think i have more control over my twitter feed i rejoined twitter for the first time in like two years like i sort of had an account but i never really used it this week and i've been trying to get back into like how it all works and the algorithms and all that kind of stuff And I noticed that like my most recent tweet was from two years ago and it was me responding a year after the yes vote in Australia. And I was like, it's been one year since the momentous yes vote for gays. Now we can finally turn our attention to that time. High School Musical gave Ryan an ersatz girlfriend. I do appreciate the fact that like Ryan and what was her name? Like Heidi. Sharpay. <laughs> no, the piano girl. Who was the piano oh. girl? Oh like God. Meredith or something. Fuck no. Like, Fuck no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in the. Ruth. In, Ruth. <laughs> in like the third movie, they get together and they go to the prom. And I was like, isn't that cute? The little closet gays getting together because she's clearly a, a cottage call lesbian and he is a. Yeah. Um, beards if ever i saw them oh my god he's a choreographer for god's sake like yeah cool speaking of which should we go to our queer and a for this week yes let's yes go. a thousand percent i'm ready to give some un what's it called unwarranted advice unsolicited Amazing. unwarranted <laughs> untrained unheard of <laughs> this week we have a fran from fitzroy she says oh. For the first time in a long time, I'm ready to date. But as my friends always tell me, I have the worst gaydar when meeting new people. I always seem to realize someone was gay when it's too late. What can I do to up my gaydar skills? Interesting. Thoughts on gaydar in general, guys? It's a thing, definitely. Yeah, I think it is too. And I try, like I know, I don't like certain people talking about gaydar, specifically about cis men because I think it's it's used to undermine them but I think that it exists 
I think it exists, but I'm never bred as anything but straight. Like personally, I think it's, it's, it's wrong for me to say I have it hard because people don't think that I'm queer. Yeah. Does that make you want to kind of almost overcompensate and tell people that you're queer or like, you know, make it known? Sometimes. Um, sometimes because I don't feel like I should be taking up space in queer spaces since I'm straight passing. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know, like you, I could just like not say anything and nobody would think that I'm in a relationship with a woman. And I think that is a benefit because when you are very clearly gay, people can like use that against you without you even saying anything. Mm. I can use it against you, but it also, because I'm someone who has never been read in my life as straight. Like people just know. <laughs> from the womb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the womb, from day dot. Like people have just been telling me I'm gay. Like even before I knew about it, like in primary school, I remember like kids being like, not even like asking me, like, are you gay? It was just like, you're gay. Like, and it, and it, it wasn't even bullying. It was just like, they're letting me know. Like, like I want you to know you're gay. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, that has always been my kind of like relationship with that. But in a sense that meant that I was very like on display and visible, but it also meant that I never had to worry about kind of in a dating sense, guys knowing that I'm gay. Mm. I mean, I did get a rainbow wristwatch for my Apple watch. Um, <laughs> nice. And that's, that's my little way of telling people. Um, although some, like, once a man at, like, a manager at my job was like, oh, those are, like, such nice colors. He's <laughs> 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 just completely been asleep for the past, like, yeah. 30 years. Oh, is a rainbow a gay symbol now? <laughs> um, I think not having a gaydar, having a bad gaydar, I don't know how you can train that outside of stereotyping people. It's hard. I, I think it comes with understanding flirting. Yes. I found that when I understood when someone was friendly and being flirty, which I'm still constantly learning, and I, I think I was always that person that friends would be like to me after I was chatting with someone, like, why were you flirting with them? And I was like, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't think I fully have grasped it even now. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you don't understand that, then you're probably also not going to be that great at picking when there's sexual overtones in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to mean that you're probably not going to pick up on gayness. <laughs> gayness, the noun. Exactly. The substance. <laughs> also, like, embrace it as well. Embrace not having this gaydar. I think that that's, like, a nice a nice way to be. I think that I, I always find myself attracted to visibly queer people, and I never know if that's because I'm, like, that's a safe bet. <laughs> As bad as that sounds. And it's also sexy to be like, fuck yeah, you're queer. Like, you know, (laughs) seeing people really embrace it. And then uh, my friend put it really um, simply one time. She's like, I want to be able to see your politics. (laughs) That's good. What piece of advice would you give Fran Aurelia? I mean, I would actually also say look out for those subtle things like a carabiner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing subtle about a carabiner. Yeah, yeah. My sister just recently has started wearing a carabiner. She wore it to my house and I was like, oh, nice, nice. And she's like, what, what? It's nothing. I was like, don't tell me it's nothing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And also just get on the dating apps because it's everyone's on the apps. You can see if, if you see them come up. 
dare gay. It saves the questioning. Mm. But there's nothing funner, though, honestly, than when you see someone that's attractive and you do that mental sort of gymnastics being like, like trying to convince yourself that they're gay. Yes. Mm. It's always interesting when your shops like Natasha Leone is straight. Like that yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, disappointing. <laughs> or Darren Chris. Oh, my God. Never forget there will be curveballs in this life. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's also like go to queer bars and clubs Mm. and then you can be pretty certain. Although there's a lot of straight women who go to gay bars and um, they do not want to hook up with me and that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) Shame on them. There's not. it, It would be great if there were like specifically lesbian bars in Melbourne. Mother, have you been there? No, I take you it back. Have been to mother? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I should, but yeah, I think also like putting yourself in queer spaces it eliminates the odds. But then you mm. will, yeah, fall in love with a straight woman who's just there to see Alaska. You know. <laughs> Are you speaking from experience? George? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot answer that question. <laughs> Can I confirm or deny? <laughs> well, I hope we helped you out, Fran, with our. Non answers that yeah. Good <laughs> luck out there, bitch. Yeah. You're yeah, on your own. <laughs> oh god. Well, hopefully, if you get rejected by enough straight people, you'll realize that there are trends. If not, best of luck. Yeah. Oh, I get rejected, honey. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I'm just fine with that. <laughs> Amazing. Good luck, Fran. Thank you. Good luck. Do you guys remember what you were doing when marriage equality passed in Australia? Because it's been about three years now. I was uh, delightfully coming out of the closet to my friends and exploring my sexuality a little bit during the plebiscite debate. <laughs> oh, wow. So you had an inner debate going on. <laughs> yeah, what a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, no, that was um, a wild time. But I do, I do thank the plebiscite for some things. Like now I know that my grandparents don't really support the gays, so that was great. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It's, um, it's so dark. I just laugh about it. But I was at work with my friend Ebony who was had the lesbian farm wedding. Oh, good on Aww. you, Ebony. Cottage core before cottage core even was a thing. The OG. The OG. And then I went to Trades Hall and then just got wasted. And that was a yeah, good time. I remember Trades Hall. I yeah. was there. There was like a big street party. Yes. Me too. I, did we bump into each other, Aurelia? I feel like we might have. Maybe we did. It's like, and there was no cell phone reception because all the gays yes. were texting. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. Oh my God. Nothing will like crash a server like gays <laughs> congregating. Like Grindr was crashing. Yes. Oh my God. Tragedy has struck. I also, I remember I was going to meet people because I just finished work and everybody was having a drink at rooftop and I was going through the city and then I got stopped by this woman who was like, yes. And I was like, oh my God, it's so good good like read and chat and she's like yeah it's so amazing I'm so happy for everybody like I'm queer and I was like I'm queer too and then she's like great have you like thought of ever supporting guide dogs Australia and I was like what what 
She's the charity person. She's the charity person. <laughs> Trying to rope you in. And I, was, I truly was like. You felt betrayed. Yeah. I was like, I have to go to work or like I'm meeting people. But I was like, why today? And she's like, can you please sign up? And I was like, okay. And I like signed up to donate. I don't know. It was fucking weird. Just because she got me on the yes vote day. Incredible. I remember like being outside Trades Hall and like when the dancing started. It, it took an occasion like that where I felt like I was out in public with literally the most supportive queer community type people partying because of marriage equality. How much I had prevented myself from having any like public displays of affection with my boyfriend. Like I felt comfortable for the first time actually holding his hand or like, like giving him a kiss and that kind of stuff. And it's just like, oh, like I must have really had all this baggage going on. And like, it's not like it just stopped. Like I still have that now. But yeah, that was a really special day after a really hellish experience for the queer community in Australia. I still can't believe that happened. Just talking about that day makes me so happy (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like just like being outside trade hall and it's like really busy and and you couldn't get in anywhere do you remember that yes we had to climb a fence yes (laughs) we went through rmit like because my boyfriend was still at uni at the time and so he's like oh i know this other way we'll go through one of the classrooms we came out like a window it is so cute and like that's like the opposite of what we're experiencing now and nobody can go out you can't see anyone yeah but that gave me a brief moment of happiness so thank you for talking about that again (laughs) i remember it was raining it started to sprinkle down at one point and i was like if it was like any other event that would have like ruined it but because it was gays we were like yeah fuck yeah 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 (laughs) yes moisture yes if only gaga had released her song right on at that point yeah yeah oh god can you imagine fuck it was so good that was such a fun party because i think we all as much as like the the yes vote came through we were all ready for it to go wrong too like we were like whether we party or we commiserate we're all going to be there together like and it was so such a relief it was and it was just magic i felt this lift off my shoulders like oh my god Mm, crazy beautiful well on that happy note should we wrap it for this week let's wrap it for this week let's do it i might try to watch fleabag yes and i'm gonna get (laughs) co-star because i know that you guys are both big on the co-star app Mm -hmm. that the kids are doing oh my god and we can compare (laughs) and we'll see how spiritual i am because you know i as i said i was like you know i believe in some of it i'm not sure about the others so we'll find out we'll find out i'm excited i'm gonna watch hamilton so i will oh my god yes Yes. There we go. So we'll all have our homework for the week. <laughs> oh my god. I'm excited. Awesome. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.